0: I feel like chapter 11 was very needed in this book. It really gave us an emotional in-depth into how the main character was feeling. It really went into depth about what was going on and how he felt. Now, let's try to dissect that a bit more. Well, first, he, we know he went to Widow's Cave, and, well, he clearly got, uh, the cave collapsed on him, and he got stuck down there. So, and then, he woke up after being stuck down there for a bit. About He woke up after like 15 hours, got hit real hard on the head. He said bl- a dried blood was uh, stained on his skull. So he's dangling in the uh, air, and then for a bit, really thinking like he dropped something. And then he just starts counting to see how far the cave is to see if he can let himself go, go or not. Well, he counts for a bit, and then he starts gets a bit more nervous as he counts more and more, and then he finally hears the bottom after a l- real long time, and realizes this this part where the cave collapses actually deeper than the actual cave. Well, after being uh, trapped there down for a bit, trying to figure out if he could cut himself loose or not, he uh, goes through the uh, he starts reflecting on what he's done. He's like maybe this is the world telling me to end it all. I could, he could just he thinks to himself he could just let himself starve or he could take it into his own hands and cut the rope loose. He mentioned something about the car accident, so that implies that, and like we said in the past, he's he murdered somebody. We uh we found out in the last few chapters or believe so so he whoever he murdered he feels terrible about it and he he wants to repent on it but his family won't let him repent on it it just won't so then because it will ruin the family name i'm assuming so he he thinks this is the world telling him to to compensate for his actions of taking a life of another So he reaches and pulls out a Swiss army knife, one that is similar to the one his dad gave him. And then starts uh, about to cut the rope, but then he sees a light. And then there's people coming down through the cave. and, And they think that he's the rescue guide to come and save them. But in all reality, he's trapped down there with him. So then once they realize that, they try to help him up with the, his backpack up there. They lower down a rope to try to reattach him so they can pull him up. But he's still thinking about uh, making sure he does not wrong the people he killed in that car accident. So he's still thinking about maybe cutting the rope. So as they uh, So they start pulling him up. But, um, one guy's like, Yeah, he's too heavy, a suicide. And uh, Grant, uh, the main character, I'd be like, Finally, a guy with some reason. But there's a girl that's re- really determined to get him up there and back alive. She, um, even though he wants him to go away and get some help, even uh, in reality, he's just gonna cut himself as, loose as soon as they go because. He really wants to compensate that family for or whoever he killed in that car accident. Well, unfortunately, he will not be able to do that yet because they're pulling him up. I guess that's not really unfortunate. He's getting another chance at life, even though he has done wrong. Well, this is, uh, I feel like this is a real in-depth chapter of how this man feels after committing a crime that he's not allowed to repent on through jail. It really shows you how he feels and why he would want to to end it, and for the reason why. I had a dream which was not at all a dream. The bright sun was extinguished and the stars did wander darkly in the eternal space, rayless and pathless, and the icy earth sw- swung blind and blackening in the moonless air. I come t- to it suspended in midair, dangling from a, a harness. Like a fly caught in the web, gasping for air, I cough up rocks and blood. My lungs, I can't feel my lower body, but when I shift my weight, Tiny pinpricks of electric, uh, electrifying flood my legs. Looking up, I see a giant slab that I'm anchored into it is a, wedged into a crevice. Nothing but ab- an avalanche of boulders, but build up behind it, blocking out any light from the surface, letting out a shut shuddering breath. I forced myself to look down. There's nothing but black. I pull out a shard of rock lodged in my harness and let it drop. One, 1,000. I count two, 1,000. Three, 1,000. Four, 1,000. I swallow hard before con- continuing. Five, 1,000. Six, 1,000. Seven, 1,000. I'm getting short of breath. Eight, 1,000. Nine, 1,000. When the stone finally hits the bottom, with a faint snap, tears string the corners of my eyes, but I don't care, take my eyes off the rope to wipe them away, the bottom was dropped out, making this chasm deeper than Widow's Peak. Deeper than my worst nightmare. It feels like a, a portal straight to hell. And yet, for the violence that just occurred, it's eerily quiet, like my, any hope of outside world has been blotted out of, along with the sun. Not, the only seconds I hear are a, a spoon on, on radiant drip, rope scraping against the metal clamp. occasional breeze wheezing through the cracks in the rock or maybe it's a whisper even down here I can't escape the feeling like there's someone with me watching it it's the same feeling you get when you rush down a dark stairwell like something right over your shoulder breathing down your neck hello I whisper and when I hear the uh, disoriented echo whispered back to me. It makes me want to crawl out of my skin. All I can do is hang here, like baits. Starting to panic, I search my surroundings. I'm too far from the rock ledge on either side to even think about getting out of this. But there's a hazing beam of light screaming in front everywhere. I turn It's somewhere there. I managed to choke out as I whip my head around, frankly, trying to see where the lights cover the, so- the light's coming from. My head throbbing, reaching up, I discovered the source of the light, my headlamp, but also I find the left side of my hair is matted with uh, dried blood. How long have I been hanging here? Hours? Days? I look at my watch, but it's not working. Stopped at eleven fifty-seven p.m. If I dropped in around 9 this morning, that means I've been hanging here for nearly 15 hours, maybe more. As I stare down into the abyss, I remember why I came down here in the first place. I couldn't ask for a better scenario. It's like the universe is saying, let me help you with that. No equipment failure, no human error. It's just a collapse. A natural death. All I have to do is detach from the rope, and this will all be over. In my head, this seemed like the easiest decision I'd ever have to make. But now, faced with the nothingness, the cold and the deep, I can't help but wonder if I'm making a huge mistake. But it's too late for any of that now. As I slide my hand down the the rope and place it on top of the... Ca- uh, car-, car, carabiner the rock above me grids down a few inches making my heart stutter wait 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 i say through gritted teeth as i grip on even tighter pressing my forehead against the rope i started to cry something i haven't done since the night of the incident i'm not even sure who is crying for the truth is i'm angry angry at the hand i've been dealt at my family for not letting me face the consequences at myself for not having the balls to face them, I always thought I was a decent guy. Why did I have to be me on the on that road on that night, at this at that exact moment? What was the point of all this? But when I think of the real victims, all the pain I've caused, all I, I know what I have to do. I don't deserve to walk away from this unscathed. The way I see it, I have two choices. I can either hang here to starve to death and wait for an edible further collapse, or I can take matters into my own hands and finish what I started. With tears streaming down my face, I reached up unscrewed the safety latch on the carabiner, but it jammed. Either it's frozen or shut or my hands are too cold and swollen to function properly please i say as i try to get it to move but it won't budge help me i cry in frustration and the rocks grid down another inch as i hang there, limp exhausted i started to laugh at all this assertivity of it all how even now at the end of it Oh, I still can't get anything to go my way. If that's how you want it, just do it! I scream, opening my hands wide, but nothing happens. I start searching for my pocket, through my pocket, for anything I can use to help open the latch. When I find the Swiss Army knife, uh, dingling, dinging it out, I run my thumb over the monogram, uh, GFT. Five, my dad gave me this is to help me i turned 10 i remember how excited i was to get one just like this i almost feel guilty of using it for this but dad said this trip would make me a man out of me as i open my chin as i open the blade my chin begins to quiver forgive me i whisper as i press the blade against the rope Hey, a faint voice echoes through the ca- cavern. Holding still, I glance over my right shoulder and see a headlight swerving up ahead. For a moment, I wonder if I did it, if I, already dead, caught in a nightmare, an endless loop of that, of that night. But as the glow gets closer, I realize it's a, it's a flashback. No, flashlight. The light skims across my face. I fold... The the blade uh, concealingly it's in my palm of my hand rescue team damn but i can still do this all i have to do is stall them The entire system is on a verge of collapse and if i if worst comes to worse i can always distract them and slice the rope when they are not looking i'm here i reply shake shielding my eyes thank god someone says As they emerge from the tunnel on my right, I see their sill hoodies. The biggest one steps forward to peer over the drop and then quickly backs away, clinging to the inside of the tunnel. You have no idea how happy we are to see you. Is it just you? Another one calls out. I shift my weight. Yeah, I think so, but we heard you talking to some. It's just me. I cut them off. How should we do this? A female voice says. Are you going to take us one at a time? Wait, I call back. Are you the rescue team? Harley a skinny guy says with a strangled laugh. We thought you were. No, I call back. Relief and dread consuming me at once. So we're stuck down here. Same as him. The bigger guy says to the nervous, nervous edge to his voice. Well, not as stuck as him, the skinny guy replies. That would really suck. Shut up, you're freaking him out. A second shouter girl says as she uh, slaps him in the chest. The school group It must must have been their turn in the pitch when the collapse happened. A horrible realization comes over me. Did I do this? Am I really... Am I the reason they're trapped down here? The cave lets out a grumble warning. You you have to get out of here. I say you need to figure out how to get over to us. The first girl shines her light over at the scene. We don't have time for that. I can't do anything without my pack. You mean this? She shines her light on my backpack. Uh, the strap clinging to the jagged rock look i say as i squeeze the blade in my hand even if we could get figure out figure something out it's too unstable any extra pressure on this thing the whole system's going to collapse you might take up my pack to find the find a way out the skinny Find a way out, the skinny guy pulls the pack off the rock. Don't you think we tried that? For real, the smaller girl shivers. I feel like we've been down here forever. Walking in circles. You need to go east towards the main entrance. I grunt in pain as I shift my weight again. Just follow the water pattern in the rocks. They're bound to lead you to an exit. Do we look like we know how anything about water patterns he says he rifles through my bat, bag we don't even know how to use any of this stuff but he do, but but he does the tall girl says shining her light on me a tremendous groan echoes through the cavern as the rock slide grinds down a few more inches Pep, peering pepper, peppering me with limestone. Just get to the surface and you can send for help. I'll be. We're not going to leave you, the tall girl. Zeros in on me. Either you figure out how to reach us or we'll start improvising. I don't know what my face is doing, but I'm completely terrified. This is the last Thing I need right now. When I don't reply, she g- grabs one of the ropes out of my pack. Fine, noddingly towards the jagged pinnacle formation on the right, she says, "Somebody kick that rock." Why the shorter girl asks? We need to see how secure it is. If it will hold his weight. Are you sure? That's a. The ceiling grinds down another inch, making all of the hair on my arm stand on end. Please just go. You don't want to be anywhere near this place when it, when it, Darryl. Do it, the main girl says, completely ignoring me. Look, I know I'm fat, but stop, the smaller girl says, as she reaches out to rub his arm. She's not saying that. It's just because you took jujitsu. That was the one time at the park, because it was free. I should have Shouldn't <laughs> should have never told you guys about that. Come on, the tall girl yells. He gives it a solid kick. It doesn't budge. Okay, loop the rope around and toss him the end. You guys throw it. Shy, the skinny guy says. Shy, I ask, feeling more frustrated with every pass, passing second. Short for shy and disgust. All state. He shoves the rope into the tall girl's hand. She's going to be an Olympic in the Olympics. He doesn't need my life story, the girl mutters. I can get the rope to you, but you better be ready for it. Before I can get a word out, she twists her torso, winds her her arm back, and then whips it across the cavern. It catches me right across the back before falling to the depths. Oof! That's going to leave a mark. The skinny ones guess as she hauls it back. uh, I hear a few of them whispering, probably wondering if if this is a lost cause. But the girl stays focused, staring at, staring at the unflinchingly. I don't know if she's doing this to try to encourage me, but it's beyond intimidating. You should, you're going. You're going to have to do better than that, she says. I'm sorry, I let out a ragged breath as I shift my weight again, but you're wasting your time. this is going to this isn't going to work. She steps all the way to the ledge. I think she's going to yell at me, but she softens her tone. I know you're probably tired or're all tired, but you're going to have to dig deep. We have to do this together. The slab of limestone grinds down another inch, marking. I me, sh- me sh- shudder. Closing my eye, I take a few deep breaths. Cle- clearly, there's no way this girl is going to give up, and this is, this, collapse. While well, they're trying to help me, they'll be bur- buried, right along with me. This last thing, the last thing I want right now is to be rescued. I can't have any more blood on my hands. I just can't. Ready, I call out as I readjust the the harness and propel my body around. She hurts the rope in in any direction, and I lurch forward, barely snatching it out of the air. They all chair, which makes the entire... Uh, chasm tremble. Shh, someone whispers. Look at through the clamp on the vest thingy and tie it off, she says, and then proceeds to get everyone lined up on the other end of the rope, taking the front position. Now all of you have to do this, do is free yourself from the old rope. Are you crazy, the bigger heist? says in alarm. He's probably weighs a hundred and eighty pounds. We can't hold him. It's suicide. Finally a word of reason. I know they'll feel guilty leaving me, but that will quickly fade away when they get out of here and find out who I was. They're arguing over what to do. What I say it when I say it doesn't matter, anyway, like I was trying to tell you, it won't work. The first rope the caliber is stuck it won't budge. Shy lowers her voice. Then I guess you'll have to use a knife to cut cut it, gripping the Swiss army knife. I can feel that her dark eyes ding into me. She knows everything. We can do this, Shy assures him everyone. I can tell they're scared, but they're all seem to agree. We're counting on you, she says, turning her attention back to me, and I knew exactly what she means. Don't screw this up. It's too... It's so dark, I can barely make out the details of her f- face, but I can feel the her resolve, and if something goes wrong, I'm not sure if she'll let go of the rope. She'll be the first to go over the edge. As I open the blade, I realize cutting through all the ropes at the same time they wouldn't know i did, did it on purpose they just think i've made a mistake it's dark i'm exhausted accidents happen all the time down here cutting cutting now as i say i press my blade against the rope i hear an unmistakable sound of a uh, fraying fiber every caver's worst nightmare but it's like music to my ear because no matter what happens, the sound is going to set me free.